Hope is not the denial of reality. It's the commitment to believe greater is on the other side of it. What does that mean? It means that I'm not pretending that my circumstances aren't real. I'm not pretending that struggle and hardship and difficulty and concern and worry aren't real things for me right now. It's me deciding that in the midst of this, I am choosing to hold to the fact that my troubles won't last always, Mm. that the difficulty will soon ease and that every storm eventually runs out of rain. I believe that love is all around us. Love is everything and everywhere. I am love. You are love. We are all love. In our divinity, in our soul, in the truest and simplest form of our being, we are pure, unconditional love. Love is the answer to everything. Every week in this podcast, we're talking to incredible and beautiful people who will be sharing their insights and perspectives to help you find more peace, to help you come from a place of love more often, to help encourage you to be kinder to yourself and others, to help you create more happiness in your life, to help you feel more oneness with others, and to help you connect to your higher self. My name is Justin Court. Together, we will help shift the collective consciousness of the planet to be more loving, kind, peaceful, happy, empathetic, understanding, and accepting. This can only be achieved together. It starts with each and every one of us. We are one, and it's time we start acting that way. I am so, so grateful that you're here. I love you, I support you, and I'm here for you. Let's together create more love in this world. Let's do this. Today's episode will inspire you, lift you up, and without a doubt, leave you feeling better than you felt when you got here. Major is a Grammy-nominated singer, actor, and humanitarian. His energy is infectious. It's the best. Major is a hope dealer, leaving his listeners and audience feeling empowered and elevated. Check out his new album, Major Hope Motivations, which is a meditative and spoken word album filled with motivational tracks like You Are Worthy, the moment, stillness, and more. I am beyond grateful to have been given the gift of connecting with Major. And I can't wait to share the beauty of his soul, his voice, and his energy with all of you. All right, I'm really excited uh, for today's episode. I am really in the mood to be inspired and to feel great. So I'm really happy that you are here today. Welcome to the podcast, Major Man. I appreciate you so much being here. Man, I thank you. I'm I'm really excited. I uh, respect your movement a great deal. I happened upon it on Instagram uh, by way of a post that you posted of myself. Uh, But then I started looking 
at other things. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, I love this. I love this. So, you know, any, any way that I can uh, connect to a movement intention to spread love, you can count major the hope dealer in on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, the whole goal of, of the page is to help shift the collective consciousness of the planet to be in a place that's more kind and loving and peaceful and empathetic and just one with each other. So anytime, you know, we get good feedback about it and uh, we know, you know, it helps people just feel good. That means yeah. everything. So really yeah. appreciate you saying that. And I want to ask you right off the bat too, man, what does a hope dealer mean to you? What what are you achieving and what, what do you set out every single day to do with being a hope dealer? Well, um, I'm committed to this amplification of hope in all things. I believe that if we actually take a moment to be still in the chaos, you'll find that hope is glaring in many spaces of the environment we're, we're really in. Um, it's easy to be caught up when things don't go right or when things shift unexpectedly to to be caught up in the negative of that but at the end of the day perhaps it's working for my good it's shifting for my good and i've just learned that it just serves me better to lean into the positive to the optimism of it all and it is literally a powerful stance to make don't get it twisted Hope, hope ain't a punk. It's a powerful, powerful position to anchor yourself in. So yeah, I, I'm I'm forever dealing hope. They call me the hope dealer. You know, <laughs> uh, major is my real name, but you know, hope is a game. <laughs> yeah, I love that man, and that's something I'm working into every day of my life. Understanding that everything is here to serve me. And everything yeah. is a gift, right? In every moment, even those times where things seem like they're maybe not going the best way or they're not going great, but just understanding really that everything is here for me. It just depends on how I look at it. Right, right. Think about, th think about it this way. Um, Christmas or whatever holiday you celebrate in, in December, you receive, you, you, you see all these packages and you open this glorious box only to find your mom has given you socks. You wanted the video game, but you open this box and it's full of socks. Why would you get me socks? And then, so you're frustrated and annoyed and you can either just choose to say thank you and be grateful, or you can be pissy and pissed off and just like, you know what? I wanted my video game, but you gave me socks. Then later on that night, it gets really cold. And you realize that a video game does not impact temperature. And uh, it can't change the thermostat or anything, but those socks that you got actually come in handy. So we have to choose to embrace what the gift is giving us and mm. say, this has to, as you said, serve me. And bro, it takes time to yeah. get to that mindset, yeah. to, to make it the muscle memory of your mindset. But if you live a little, you will start to realize that life serves us more than it does a disservice. Changing like your, your mind into thinking like in every moment, how can this serve me? And instead of being like, Oh, everything's going so wrong. But instead of really being like, 
how is the universe, how is God, how is source, how are all these things working for me, not against me? That literally changes your entire life because instead of being like the victim and, and being sad or being mad or aggravated that you got the socks, when, you're, when you can have the perspective of just finding gratitude in it and understanding that maybe I don't understand right now what good can come from this, right? But knowing that, again, God's source universe is here. It's serving me. And really just have, yeah. You're, you're, woo, I, I get excited. So if, <laughs> if I interrupt, just like, like put up a finger and say, all right, Major, I, let me finish this. Go, but, buddy. Bro, you, you're on it. Even if you don't understand with something that stood out, most of the time we believe that our happiness is predicated on our ability to understand why. Mm. And it should not. Because life is about moving with the times and times provide discovery. And the greatest discoveries are the ones that you did not know that you would find, but you happen upon and it's so good to you. And so the way that we can experience the fullness of the, this is coming to me. This is like literally coming to me as you're talking. So don't think I came with all these bars, bro. This is an organic conversation. I have found that when I simply allow life to be, I give it the best of me, but I allow allow it to be. And I take it moment by moment. When we stop thinking about we're, we're living one week at a time or one month at a time, and we start realizing this is one day at a time, this is one moment at a time, you will be more fulfilled. It takes a whole lot of energy to dwell and hold to the negative. But when we allow life to be what it is and we show appreciation, like you said, that gratitude, it literally gives us more energy for the next. It's wild how it works that way. Oh my gosh. It's it. When we can shift our perspective as often as possible, to gratitude as opposed to lack or why is this happening to me, your entire reality completely shifts because as you focus on gratitude and as you say, okay, cool. My brother is good at this and he's really helped me in any moment being like, you know, when something like really, again, not so great happens when you're like, okay, this is a gift. Thank you for this gift right now. And when you can like really do that every single time and be like, okay, where's the gratitude here? Because it's here somewhere. And we sometimes just have to search for it. It may not be the most obvious thing that's right in front of our face, but we may have to say, okay, let me just take a moment. Let me shift my perspective instead of only focusing on the bad right now and see where can the gratitude be found? Where's the good here? Because I, I know that it's always there. And when we can consistently do that, we just bring more gratitude into our life. One, because we're focusing on it more. So we're seeing it more and law of attraction, the way everything works, we're going to bring more and more of it to us. That's so good. And, and I think the way that we get it, because many people probably listening are like, listen, I want to be positive as much as possible, but it's not always the reality for me. Yeah. This is the thing. You build muscle memory the more you put it into practice. Yes. And it becomes a second nature activity and reaction or and or I would say response to the circumstances. I, I lean into hope because I believe I believe when life is lived with it, you have a way of being able to enjoy more of it than not. 
Mm. And so I, um, that has become my language. I, 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 we, we could talk about it, you know, soon, but I, I released a project called major hope motivations. I'm a singer first. People know me for songs like this is why I love you and all that other stuff. But I, I, I also serve in this capacity of dealing hope. And I have, uh, um, a mantra that I live by that I have offered to so many now. And it, and it simply goes like this. It says, hope is not the denial of reality. It is the commitment to believe greater is on the other side of it. I'll say it one more time. Mm. Hope is not the denial of reality. It's the commitment to believe greater is on the other side of it. What does that mean? It means that I'm not pretending that my circumstances aren't real. I'm not pretending that struggle and hardship and difficulty and concern and worry aren't real things for me right now. It's me deciding that in the midst of this, I am choosing to hold to the fact that my troubles won't last always, mm. that the difficulty will soon ease and that every storm eventually runs out of rain. Mm. I thank you for mentioning that because I think that is a good point. When, you know, during a conversation like this, when we get so excited, I don't want it to ever be thought by people that, oh, well, they live a different life. They're, they're, they're just born positive. This is easy for them. Because it does, it absolutely does take work. And in having hope, in finding gratitude, we are doing those things because it's because it's difficult. You know, because it is a difficult time for us at that moment. We're not denying that the circumstance is the circumstance. We just like you said, know that the rain is going to stop, that the storm is going to end. We know that there is gratitude in those situations. Every storm that we have talked about. Though it may have casualties and calamity, it runs out. Yeah. Every single storm that is ever recorded in history, that's why it's history. It happened, it is no more. And so if we realize that that's just a part of life, you won't find yourself forgetting that what you're getting through is what you're actually getting through. You're getting through it. Right. You're not denying it. You're literally getting through it. Like, come on. Choose to celebrate that we're getting through this thing. Yep. That's what it is. Gratitude lifts you above the heavy hardship of the circumstance and rises you into a space where you can get air to breathe. While the circumstance is happening, you found your air to breathe and it's not taking you out. Mm. And you mentioned before too, in doing this, like it is muscle memory and it is something that we practice and work on every single day, because as you do it every single day and in those moments where you find the hope, you find the gratitude, it does become who you are. It literally seeps into your subconscious and becomes who you are. We are at our core. We are love. We are gratitude. We are empathy. We are all these beautiful emotions and energies of love. That's who we, I believe that is really who we truly are at our core. So when we're able to 
focus on those more often, bring them back into our subconscious. We're just connecting with the truth of who we are. We're just realigning with that truth. And that allows us to envision and be within that energy more often than not. Is it every single day? Uh, honestly, it's it just depends. Like some days, right? I, I can really always see the gratitude. And other days, it's just a little bit more difficult. But as I do it every single day, it really becomes, it just becomes again who I am because that's all who we truly are. And it just allows us to realign with that. Yeah. Yeah. And how exhausting would it be to always be on a constant high? How how exhausting or how depleting of energy if that's where it's always if it's always just vibrating on loud and a lot Mm. so we have to take it as oh wow maybe some days are meant to be more still maybe some days are meant to be more serene more maybe some days are meant to be excited and then the next one excited and then the next one not so exciting and then the next one so that you can you can show and see what value each day brings and what um, what creative gift it brings. Because mm-hmm. I think in the serene times, you find different pleasures than in the loud and exciting times, you know, what that would give. And, and bro, I, listen, it, like you said, I want to make sure it's clear it is not always easy, even for the ones that put it into practice, because some days we just want to feel. But my thing is, acknowledge it, feel it. But if it's heavy and low, don't stay there. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge it, feel it, but don't stay there. And I think these are such opportunities, too, for us to practice self-love. because. When we are hurting or down and we can work, not deny it, when we can work through it and when the storm passes and we get through it, we can be like, shit, man, I did it. Give myself, like, giving ourselves self-compassion and self-love is so healthy and I think so important for the shift of consciousness of the planet um, to be more loving and more kind because everything starts within us. We have to be in that beautiful space in order for it to emulate out from us. So those are opportunities for us to love ourselves just even a little bit more to be like, I am a badass. That was hard, but I sat with it. I got through it. And it's another opportunity too, where we get to practice to create that subconscious where we are looking more towards the hope and towards the gratitude. Without those things happening, without those opportunities we wouldn't be doing it as often. That creates it to become more of a part of us because we have to do it in those moments. And like when we can shift too, and I've had that like revelation before when I'm like, wow, this can be looked at as an opportunity. Like, oh my, that changes everything too. Instead of this just down, down, down moment, it's like, okay, wow, this is actually something. This, and that, it really, it is such a life-changing moment when you can have a moment where you're down and things are hard and you can actually find gratitude for it. And I've had so many people as guests on this podcast that had literally the worst, most down situation of their entire life be one of the things that they are most grateful for because that helped them grow and that helped them get to a place of enlightenment and literally growth that they would have never gotten to without that. So those little moments, and those are like the biggest, most difficult moments of their entire life. 
even in like these smaller ones, the kind of like the day-to-day things, they are opportunities for us to work on ourselves and to grow and to actively bring those beautiful, positive emotions more into our life. Because kind of like when I think about this way too, when we're kind of back against the corner and it is dark, there's nowhere else to go in those moments. Like it might, we, we might sit in that and that might hurt for a little while, but then there, there's nowhere else to go. So that even creates that mindset for us to look for the good and to look for the positive because where else can we go from that moment? Yeah. Yeah. You, you said, you said a lot and it was good. I, um, I, I, I'm a, a, a Christian. I'm a, a believer. I don't force it on anyone. I welcome them into the experience of it. Uh, not all of the, the, the extra traditions and, you know, the super religious type things. I'm speaking to the relationship with love. God is love as mm-hmm. I know. And, and I, I remember receiving this, uh, hearing this quote, um, that was said when I was younger. It was on, a, on the radio and it says, in every situation, God, requires us to stand however does not expect us to always understand and so when i replace it knowing that i believe god to be love the ultimate expression of love Mm. i say in every situation love requires you to stand does not expect you to always understand we have to we have to realize that in life it is not going to be a fully understood journey. Yeah. There will be parts where the discovery and the epiphany and the revelation and the knowledge happens after the moment. You will not receive the lesson lest you attend the class. It takes time for things to teach you. You have to be taught first before you learn. You're learning as you're getting taught. And so it's it's a beautiful thing because the knowing comes after the learning. Mm. And that's what we have to help people realize. Our living is learning. Wow, man. This is so good. And I didn't know it was going to flow this way, but I, I, start lear- I start learning stuff as I go when I'm in moments like this. So thank you to, your, to the spread love movement, like seriously. But that's what it is. Everything in life is a teacher. Everything. It's a teacher. Mm. And if you allow it, and sometimes we don't always like our teachers. We don't always like our teachers. But how many times have we looked back and said, they were so hard on me. And then you're like, but I thank them. Oh my gosh. Everything in life is a teacher. Just look for the lesson. Say, what is this teaching me? Even if it's something you don't like, what is this teaching me? Maybe it's teaching me that I have to work on my patience because things like that really trip up my patience. Or maybe it's a character builder. Maybe it's a reminder that you're doing great in this area, that you are better, that you have progressed. And and so it's just look and seek the, the lessons. Look and seek the teachers and embrace it one moment at a time. What can you teach the moment? Sometimes we don't even realize that we're the teachers in the moment. 
By simply showing up, we're teaching other people how to show up regardless. Yeah. Uh, I honestly, it's really amazing to see you just in the flow in moments, you know what I mean? Where you're like, it's like we get in those, in those stages where it's like just coming to us. It's like, it's like almost like effortless. It's like a part of who we are and it's so beautiful how it can just flow from us. And you talked about that. I, I think it's really, that's helped me even in this moment right now to be like, yes, there have been so many moments where I didn't understand. You know what I mean? At that time. And then I look back on it later and I'm like, that's what that was for. That's why that came into my life. There's a, there's like a quote or a saying from somewhere and this is just a part of it, but it was like, I asked God to be more loving. So God gave me difficult people. Right. So sometimes it doesn't come in the way that we may think, or we may want it to come. It may come in that more challenging way because if I want to love people more, what better opportunity is there to deal with someone who may be rude or may be challenging or may be difficult to me in that moment? That is such an opportunity to express love to that person. It's easy. The the only way you can arrive at full knowing is to learn it. Yeah. And so when we're asking for these things, we're going to be taught and made into the understanding, the fullness, the, the awareness of what it takes to be that, what it takes to, to have that. And that's how you, tr- you truly get dubbed brilliant in a thing is when you've come to the full knowing of something. If you want more love, if you want to experience it, you must first know it for yourself. I I say that all the time, you know, it's not selfish to love yourself. Self-love is important. That's the measure in which we give it. And and that's where it stays healthy and it is forever reciprocating because if you first know it, you will understand that as you pour, you must connect yourself to things that will pour back into you. Mm-hmm. That is the true, the true essence of humanity. We are always to give. And if we're all giving, no one is left empty. That's what your movement is about, the perpetual give. And it's a reciprocated give that assures that we are all field. Mm. It's a beautiful thing. I have a, I have a, um, on, on my project and I want to make sure I mention it. Yes, please. Major, Major hope motivations. Major is my real name. Beautiful people. That's the name my mama gave me. Um, uh, but, uh, I, I just capitalized my first name and put a period at the end because I, I leaned into being okay with that being my name. I hated that my name was major growing up. But then um, my mom gave me, you know, reason as to why she named me that. And she said when she got pregnant with me, it was a difficult time. She even considered abortion. She had too many signs that she was not supposed to go through with this. Um, and so she went, she decided to have me and she said if I name a major I pray that he makes a major impact on the world so it took me a minute 
to embrace this thing. And, you know, I, I salute my mama for telling me that and for leaning into that. But I, I got to tell her she she was wrong for waiting until I was in college to tell me because I went through hating my name and every single joke in the world. <laughs> but but I embrace that. But I, I what I was getting at was I have a um, my my meditative album apart from the music, but in companion to it, is major hope motivation. It's major period hope motivations. And I have one that speaks to self-love and understanding it says not the only one. We're not the only one going through things. We're not the only one going through hardship. It is a part of life. It is a way of life. Depression has a way of making us feel that we are the only one going through. And it's not, I'm not saying depreciate the significance of your hardship or your, your burden in your circumstance, but I want you to know that going through is a shared reality. Mm-hmm. Enduring is a shared truth. And if you start to realize it's something about when people see that other people are going through, they have an innate strength that starts to build up to say, I can get through it too. And, and so it arrives at this very ending of it where it says that maybe the company you thought you need, you thought you needed is you. That self-love hits different Mm. when it's healthy and consistent. Don't apologize for giving yourself time. Mm. Well, first off, your mom sounds incredible, and she nailed it naming you ma- naming you major. <laughs> so, because you would do something major in the world, and like, look what you're doing, man! You're using your beautiful platform, and your voice is insane. Listening to any of your music, I can't help but smile and feel good. <laughs> it's on- it's, it's hope a- and love, life and future. That's what you're going to feel in my music, major music. Go anywhere you get your music from Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get music. If you go and tap that major, all caps with a period, thank me later. And I say that as humbly as I possibly yeah. can. Uh, I have learned as I want to help people with this. Humility is not pretending that your greatness is not true because every bit of creation is great humility is understanding that in my greatness i must always leave room for greater because living will always show you more and if you are full of yourself you won't be able to see it but when you're aware of yourself you're able to receive you're able to receive it and there's room for all of us to enjoy this thing I love that. And you leave room for more greatness too, because when you are so full of yourself, there's no more room. You think you're at this level and that's it and it's over. Ah, no. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Dude, I love, I I love that you're using your platform with your incredibly beautiful voice to push out hope, positivity, the person who you are. And I knew coming into this conversation, we'd have fun. This is blowing my mind even more. I have... (laughs) So much love for you, man. The energy that you are giving. Bro, same, same. <laughs> oh my God. It just feels so good. And to know there's people out in the world like you in general is amazing, but to be at the platform that you're at and the music you're producing and using that to push out this message is just so important. 
And that is what really helps create these monumental shifts that we need in this world. Bro, do you, I, I watched as you just said what you said, and I, I saw how your, your everything just lit up. Imagine us understanding that we are agents of these exchanges every single bit of the day. And that if we feel that we can't give it, that if we simply make ourselves available, there will be a giver to refill us and to restore us. Mm. It's a beautiful thing, this thing called humanity. And when we do it completely and fully, <laughs> good, bro. It's good. <laughs> oh God, it feels so good. And I'm I'm so grateful to have these sorts of conversations. And I do it yeah. selfishly because I get to feel this energy. I get to feel this connection with other people. And in and I that's why the word selfish, and you mentioned it before too. We need to create like a different word because for what we actually do mean. Um but to be able to have it's so crazy how the I know what you're saying because the connotation yes. is often so negative. But right. at the end of the day, we have to we have to get this is really all that your what your movement is is providing, and my movement as well is providing a course correction of the language. It's it's understanding that there's a there's a course correction of the way in which we think about the way we speak. Because to be selfish is not, and to be opportunist is not always a negative thing. It means to champion these things, to mm. lean into these things, to be selfish, sometimes to be self-centered is necessary so that you can fill yourself with the necessary life tools so that you can then go out and be everything you were intended to be. Yes, that is exactly, <laughs> oh my God. That is exactly it. When we can take care of ourselves and be quote unquote selfish and do what is good for us and whatever that may be, that may be meditating, that may be going on a run, that may be positive self-talk, any of those things, when we can breathe that and give ourselves that self-love and that self-compassion, that makes us the best version of ourselves to go out into the world. I know that about, and I know this because I know that about myself. When I'm taking care of myself and doing things well for my well being, I show up in the best Justin that ever shows up to help yeah. and love and support other people and to be that light that I strive to be every single day. And I, this becomes more and more transparent to me. Um, Gabby Bernstein is a beautiful spiritual leader. There's other books I've listened to too, and they all talk about that taking care of ourselves first, because this is where it starts. Nothing is outside of ourselves. It's always right here. So when I can feel these beautiful energies and emotions from within me, because I am consciously doing things for the betterment of myself, that is when love emulates and rocket ships outside of me and can impact and touch and help other people. There in the Bible, there is a quote there's a scripture, a quote, a scripture that says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. A lot of people get caught up thinking, oh my gosh, I got to just love my neighbor. But they forget, it says, as you love yourself. Therefore, meaning the measure of love I give is the measure of love I must live. 
I must know for myself. In order for you to receive and give love, you must know it for yourself. You must acquaint yourself with it to truly be able to experience it and be able to identify it when it comes. When we get that measure and that constant practice of seeing and honoring ourselves, we can be the best gift to whomever we are assigned to in this life. It is just what it is. Mm. You said it, our glow is better. When we are companioned with loving ourselves, our potency, our impact, it hits bigger. It hits bigger. That's why they say breakfast is the most important meal of the day because you're gonna need you're gonna need your nutrients so that you can show up fully. Vitamins, the top of the day, so we can be set and ready to take on whatever life is to show up. It is not selfish, beautiful people. Mm. Gabby said it. Justin said it. Major said it. God said it. This is what love is pulling you to. Love is saying, can we take some time, please? Can we have some time? And I mean, I did this for a very, very long time. I, I always looked outside of myself and it's like, well, if I want love, let me go find it somewhere else. If I want happiness, let me go find it in someone else to make me happy or to show me love first. And that's what I mean when it's nothing outside of ourselves. It's always here. The love that you seek is within you. It is abundantly within you. The happiness that you seek and the joy, it is within you. It's not going to find someone else to bring those to you. It is here and now. And in that here and now, when you connect and that resonates with you, that's how you go bring it to the world. And you can be that person too, to bring happiness and joy to other people, to help them realize it, it is within them as well. But be that light, be that guide to help other people in that moment, help yourself. And then that's how we help other people too. Because like in life, yes, of course, another person can make you happy and bring you joy. And that's a beautiful thing. So be that person, be the person that has that in them that then gives that out instead of waiting for another person to give it to you. And on some days we need that. There's days where I might not be feeling so great and someone will literally just like smile at me and bring me a little bit of joy. We are connected. We're all one. So that will also yeah. be there as well. Yeah. But when we can manifest that on our own because it's just everything you need is, is within you and it is abundantly within you. Love never ends. It never, ever runs out. There's never a lack of love. I think that's a really important thing to know too, because sometimes we think there's not enough, not enough love to go around. There's not enough love in this world with all like the bad that happens. It is never ending. It is an energy source that this world and universe is made up of and it is here forever. It'll never end. Yeah. That's so good, bro. Bars. <laughs> <laughs> and Major, I want to ask you too, buddy. I was looking at your site, obviously, your page and everything. And um, I know you talk and I... You know, I, I know you've been touring um, recently. Yeah. Are you, you're touring right now, I believe, right? Uh, I actually, well, I'm in the middle of, that was my first arm, the major Hope Experience tour, yeah. where music and message 
uh, are the method and hope is uh, hope is the message. So it's um, so music and motivation are are the method and, and hope is the, uh, the message. And it's been really cool because we incorporate the music and the motivation and it's really been really awesome. But go ahead. So I was going to ask you what that experience is like. I feel like I'm living the major hope experience right now. You know what I mean? You but <laughs> you are, you are, because I did, I did give you a little. This is why I'm not, <laughs> and I'm like, hope. You know, hope is not the denial of reality. No, nah, it's 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 amazing. Um, I'm starting to um, really lean into a dimension of my purpose that I didn't realize would manifest this way um uh i definitely you know music has has been my front runner so but i've always understood that i have this interesting ability it's a god gift to break down the complex things simply to say complex things simply have a gift for it and it has really shown itself through this particular part of my journey the pandemic um still there's residual impact that has paralyzed many people that has shocked many people that has traumatized many people and i believe hope is an antidote that um serves like a penicillin and it's and it's good and um it's powerful a buddy of mine that the world knew um it was like a big brother um we didn't talk every single day but when we did it was always intentional he was very intentional with his words and his his moments um April 4th, he sent a text message where he encouraged a group of us to pray for the hope of the world. And this is April 4th, 2020. We're in the the deep of the pandemic. Everybody, be still, you're not going anywhere. So everybody's crazy, scared, nervous, unclear. And he said, pray for the hope of the world. And he said, um, the pandemic has not only impacted the molecular but it's also impacted the mental and the emotional. And if we can get people back to their sense of hope, I believe more people will be healed and sustained during this and will come out on the other side um, than not. And he said this quote, he says, the plague was asked why it had killed so many. The plague responded, I only killed 100. The thousands that died, died from the fear of me. Bro. Whoa. So it's a mindset. Yeah. Healing. I go into hospitals, St. Jude. I, I, I go to Shop Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, all these different places. And one of the things that they want us to do is to really encourage the mindset to be lifted. That's what love does. It lifts the mindset. And if we can really lift our mindset to hopeful thought, 
to it can get better, that there's always light at the end of the tunnel. There's room for me in this thing called life. We will find ourselves healing quicker and more often than not. August 2020, this brother transitioned. It shook the entire world. I had no idea because he didn't share it with everybody that he was battling his hardest fight, cancer. Mm. His name, Chadwick Boseman. So Black Panther is going through his hardest fought battle and still has the audacity to pray for the hope of the world. That was my next awakening that there was more work to be done with my living. It's wild how experiences like that can have such radical shifts and awakenings for people. Yeah. In your situation, like that is obviously the death of a person is, um, you know, is, is, is a tough, you know, tragic situation. And when any good or positive can come from that and you telling that story right now is like, Oh my, for what he was going through to still be looking out for the love and the hope, you know, and pushing that out is just like, that is so inspirational. It's so it's powerful, but uh, that's my thing. Hope can be found in everything, in every season, Mm -hmm. you can find hope. In your coldest season, there is hope. In your hottest season, there is hope. And when we embrace it, you find a treasure. It gives you many and plenty treasure. Bro, I was challenged that the hope I give is the hope I must live. I've been talking about it. I've been singing about it. I got to really be about this thing. And I started finding myself having to remind myself, bro, this hope thing is real. I tatted it on my arm. I said, this thing is real. This thing is real and it's powerful. It's powerful, man. It's powerful. And that's why I salute your movement, man. This is the work. This is the work that I believe God, love, intended for all of creation to rise up in. Mm. Give it. Deal it. Be it. Receive it. Enjoy it. That's the beauty of it. What we give, the hope the love just comes back. Get, uh, you've mentioned this before too. Get anything in life that you are looking to receive. If you want more love, if you want more happiness, you want more joy, give those things first. Give those things to the world. And that is exactly what is going to come back to. And in giving those things more and more and more, just feel right now how much that is going to change the reality that we live in. That's it. That's it. That's it. 
We can be shaken by racism. We can be shaken by bigotry. We can be shaken by divisiveness and separatism, sexism. We can be shaken by that, but we can also be the change we seek. And I'm telling you, if enough of us lean into becoming everything we hope to see more of, Mm -hmm. we eventually see more of it. It will become the reality. Dr. Martin Luther King shared his dream. The world started to dream with him. More of that started to become our reality. These are the truths. I want to get that clip back, what I just said, because that was powerful. And I was not expecting to say it, (laughs) but I'll say it again, just in case it was not recorded. Dr. King had a dream. He shared his dream and more people started to dream along with him. It became the reality. We are now the evidence of something once dreamed, a hope once hoped for. And if we put more into practice, more of that which we hope to see, we will see it in due time. Yes. And and putting our energy and focus and awareness into what we want, into what we wish would happen, into all of those things that we're talking about, putting our energy into them, not into the other. Focusing on, I love that, man. I'm like the hope that we imagine and the hope that we all want. Let's focus on that. I'm not saying to forget the other things that are happening in the world. We can be aware of those things and be like, yeah, that's how some people are. That's, I'm not going to give my energy and focus to that. I'm not going to perpetuate that. I'm going to give it into the love, into our togetherness, yeah. into our oneness, into the hope that exists, into the beautiful change in this reality. Like, like that was a, such a great example. MLK throwing that out there, focusing on the dream of what he wants. That helped create that into a reality. Not what he didn't want. He didn't tell you the dream about what he didn't want. He told you the dream about what he saw and what he wanted. That's how we create the change. That's how we do these things by putting our minds and energy into the change and the shifts that we want to create. You want more love? Don't focus on the nasty, rude, mean people. Be the light, be the love, focus on love. That's how those people will shift. The people who are mean and nasty or whatever, they're hurting, they're suffering, there's pain there. We want to help, we want to do good, focus on the love, be the light. Be kind to that person in the moment. That will create that shift. Not focusing on their negativity. If we focus more on that, that's what we're going to get more and more and more of. So focusing on the positivity, focusing on the good, and again, not denying that those other things are happening, being aware of them, but not being so attached to them. Because in our attachment, it creates more of it in our reality. And that's why it keeps happening. That's right. That's right. A lot of us, I was finding, um, while on on the Major Hope Experience Tour, I was... I was discovering, um, and like as I was moving along, how addicted to stress so many of us have become. Where we don't like drama, we don't like stress, but we find ourselves as the the main character in most of the drama and stress that we find ourselves in. We're addicted to having to be burdened or to having like the very phrase, it's too good to be true. We're addicted to disbelieving 
that goodness can absolutely follow us all the days of our lives. Mm -hmm. I don't know why social construct has made us take on that fraudulent reality or fraudulent uh, perspective. But at the end of the day, goodness is literally all around us and is desiring to be seen. Because the moment you see it is the moment it becomes all of you. Mm. And it literally shifts everything. Dude, I, I want to ask you, we have to, um, unfortunately, uh, start to wrap things up just a little bit. There's just like two more. Yeah. There's just two more questions. I really want to ask you. One is the question I ask everybody and you're doing it every single day. It's going to be beautiful to even hear that response. But the other one major, what do you do each day? What like each day, each week, what are the things that you're doing? Is a positive self-talk? Is it just going more inward? What are the things that you're doing to help put yourself in this sort of vibration and in this sort of a positive, loving mindset so often? Well, every morning, um, every single morning, uh, I do what is called devotion, where I read um, a devotional that um, it's uh, faith-centered um, it's a devotional actually called Jesus Calling, and it is so practical. It's like these love letters from Jesus that have been written every single day. And by the way, my song, Why I Love You, was my love letter to God, to love. And it was a love letter to and from uh, that because I wanted to help people experience love on earth as it is in heaven. But every single morning I do that and me and my wife uh, do it together. Shout out to my wife. You know, we're we're uh, one and a half years married. So I feel very and I will actually say there is some uh, uh, accelerated learning. You know, pandemic gives me an additional two years. So I've been three years married, I'll just say. <laughs> But uh, no, I, every morning I I just take a moment of devotion. But throughout the day, bro, I literally have like recalibration moments. Like, yo, let's pause. Let's take a moment to find my pace. Because I have learned, and I've said this many times, pace is grace, bro. Pace is grace. Can you say that, Justin? Oh man, seriously. I, I, as you were just saying that too, I was internally being pace is grace. Pace is grace. Yes. Bro. You, everything you were meant to show up to, you will show up to in right time. You will not miss everything that is meant for you. You will not miss. Find your pace, find your pace. Don't rush it. Don't go too slow that you miss it. Mm. Find your pace and it, it will it will reveal grace to you along the way. But yeah, that's what I do daily. So what's what's the next question? My man. So I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but the whole goal of my life, spread love movement, everything, is to aid in the shift of consciousness of this planet, to be more peaceful, loving, to be more one, to realize our love and connection to one another, to be more vulnerable, to be more empathetic, to be more accepting and understanding of each other. So 
How do you feel like, man, you're doing it. It's awesome. How do you feel like you are contributing every single day to this shift in consciousness? Uh, by intentionally leaning into the love and the hope. Yeah, by intentionally leaning into that. Um, choosing. Choosing. Choosing the love choosing the hope even when i previously just made a choice that is completely opposite re-choosing and it and it's resets me that people we don't realize how how powerful the recalibration is once you decide to say i'm going to choose love i'm going to choose hope even depression depression is more common than it is not I want people to understand that. But depression is a response to dwelling on things that have already happened. Anxiety is dwelling on things that have not. So when you choose to say, okay, let me release myself because I can't do anything about something that's already happened. And I certainly don't have a superpower to meet what the future has. Not yet. All I can do is give the present moment the gift of me. And the gift of my availability to receive all that it was intended to give. And so for me, it's a recalibration. I literally say, okay, bro, you're holding on to something too long. <laughs> get, get into now. Get into now. Okay, bro, you're worried about something way down the line and it hasn't even arrived yet. Fear will have you looking really silly out here. So my thing is present moment because the present has always been the best present. Ah, that was so good. Ah, that was yeah. so perfect. And I want to really encourage everyone. I, I want you to just name the albums and, and things that you have going on. But the Major Hope Motivations, right? That was the, and what was the song that we listened to or the motivation that we listened to right before we hopped on? It's called The Moment. Ah, check that out. Because before we hopped on this, uh, this podcast right now, thank you, Major, so much for playing that. Because that helped center, that helped me be more present. And it is things like that, moments like that, and people like you putting that message out to the world for so many people to hear and be a part of. And that's why I'm talking from experience. Check this album out. And just your music in general, man, because I, I can't say it enough how happy it just makes me feel listening to your music. And the fact that you're pushing yeah. out messages like this as well about being present and in the moment. And that really helped center myself and bring me here in the moment so I can be present during this conversation with you so I didn't miss anything. So thank you. Yeah, yeah man. Um, I thank you. Um, uh, major hope motivations. Major hope motivations look it up there are uh, it's a start of a series that i'm launching in addition to my music uh and all of my music can be found now that's major is where i am on all digital platforms um but uh major hope motivations the tracks are hope stillness the moment dear griever Whew. Not the only one. Forgiveness. You are worthy. And good night, my friend. It is special. 
when you lock into it, I want you to let me know on social media or however you can contact me how it impacted you. Because I believe that I believe that it's mighty and it's gonna be great. Yes. I'm I'm listen. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> Buddy, and where can people find you on social media uh, handles and everything like that? Uh, social media, now that's major. N-O-W-T-H-A-T-S-M-A-J-O-R. Now that's major. Um, you will find me. And um, yeah, let's just, let's connect and be about the work. Let's be about the love. Let's be about the hope. Um, I really have a feeling this is just the beginning of our relationship, uh, spread love movement um, to both um, both you and uh, Kayla. I send love. I thank you for uh, sharing your space with me. Um, I'm honored. Uh, I look forward to whatever life brings. But like I said, I have a feeling it's going to be a lot more. Yeah. Dude, I, I, talking to you, literally, as soon as we hopped on, I was like, in a way, like fell in love with you, literally, because of the person you are and the energy you're giving instantly and the love and acceptance and understanding that you gave me in second one of us meeting each other is really something special. And honestly, to me, I'm so grateful for this conversation to have met someone like you. And to see the work that you're putting out there and doing in the world is so incredibly special and needed. And I am honored to have had this conversation and to have met you, man. So I appreciate you so much. Thank you for being here and allowing these listeners to jump a little bit into your life and to understand the beautiful things that you are doing. Yes, indeed. Make sure you check out Major uh, Why I Love You. Why I Love You is the anthem, the love anthem that has changed my life. Um, when you, you, if you don't want to spend money, just go to YouTube and look up the music video for why I love you. I'm almost platinum. So if the spread love movement gets me platinum, maybe we got to do like a, a, a concert to celebrate. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Bro, thank you so much, man. This was amazing. Thank you, buddy. I feel the exact same way. Everybody, thank you for being here and being present during this unreal conversation with major go check him out bring more major into your life his music his <laughs> being his personality who he is it'll lift your spirits we have so much love for all of you thank you again and major my dude appreciate you buddy connected forever <laughs> man. yes peace peace buddy